Welcome to Avid Watchers. My name is Mary Kay Cheetah. My name is Adam Nix. And today we're going to be covering the film The Rental, um, which came out actually July of this year, 2020. Adam, do you want to tell us about it a little bit? Yep. So uh, The Rental was uh, directed by Dave Franco. I think it was his directorial uh, directorial, uh, debut. Um, and written by Dave Franco and Joe Swanberg. We've got uh, Charlie, played by Dan Stevens, uh, Michelle, played by Allison Brie, Mina, played by Sheila Vand, and Josh, played by Jeremy Allen White. Uh, this basically centers on a two couples going to an, I, they don't say it, but basically like an Airbnb rental. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically they've, they slowly find out that things aren't as they seem here. Um, it's just as much about the horrors of being in this weird Airbnb rental to um, the actual internal strifes between relationship issues and all of that. Um, so we're kind of taking this as like another another horror movie to watch in uh, October. And I saw it as a new one that popped out. I love Alison Brie and I like Dave Harenko. Um I'm always interested in seeing someone like a new director kind of pop up and try something out. Um, that being said, I was not really a fan of this movie. <laughs> what were your thoughts on it? I'm good. Yeah, I think like it's hard to say. It's kind of honestly, it's kind of similar to um, also just to reiterate, um, I think you misspoke earlier. It's actually pronounced Spooktober. Not October. Sorry. Okay. Just oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's Shocktober um, today. It really depends <laughs> on the day. Shocktober, Spooktober. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but yes, this this kicking off our second episode, of Spooktober. Um, but this was Adam's idea, this movie, and I was, I was super excited about it because, like you said, like I really like Allison Brie. I was excited at the prospect of Dave Franco being a director. Um, And I just loved the concept of like, you know, two couples going to stay in a rental and like horror ensues. Like it's like a good setup. So, cause I feel like there is something like inherently creepy about staying in someone else's house and like not knowing the person. And like, I was telling this to my roommates. I was like, I think about this every time I stay in like an Airbnb or like stay and like they could have cameras anywhere. I think about that like a lot, which is just proves, you know, I have problems. But um, basically, I was I really liked the film for like most of it. And then it basically just like took a turn and I was just like, wait, what, what? Huh? What? <laughs> like okay. And then, it, and then it was that type of it was that type of thing where like the movie ends and you all just like sit there in silence and you're like, that's it. <laughs> like you just feel so unfulfilled. You're like okay, and mm-hmm. that was kind of like how it felt like at the ending. Yeah, I totally agree. That last like third was like s- silly. It was silly. Like I was just like, yeah, laughing at the screen, but. Should we let's let's uh, rewind it a bit and kind of walk through some of the main points of the movie? You think that sounds good? Mm-hmm. So basically, and it was kind of hard for me to get a grasp on what the situation was, but there's two business partners, right? Yeah. 
so the business partners are Charlie and Mina. Yeah. And I have no idea and, what they do, by the way. Yeah. No, they didn't even say anything. Like, it's just like, I was like, okay. <laughs> and they're planning a weekend getaway because they just made a big sale or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> were you like um, really confused by like how comfy they were together? Yeah. I think that was the point, though. But they're like, you I know, know but friend, it was really like, friendly. But I thought well, they, they must were a be couple. a couple. Yeah. And then the brother then, walked in. I remember that the brother came in and I didn't understand that it was his brother. And I was just like really confused about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, there's congrats. And then they said like bro or something. Like, oh, okay. Like, but no, it didn't really make any sense. And then you find out that he's got this up like uh, Charlie and Michelle are dating. And then Mina is dating Josh, who's Charlie's brother. And they've got, you know, this little thing going on here. Um, and you can tell right off the bat that Charlie's like obsessed with Mina. Yeah, he, he goes so like she's he the was, whole package. Like. He was talking to his wife about her, which is Allison Brie, who's um her character's name is Michelle. And he was like, I mean, he hit the jackpot. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, I was like, excuse you? <laughs> like, you hit the jackpot. And just like how he said it, he's like, like, it's like, I'm so jealous. Like, he didn't even, like I don't know. Yeah, so it was so weird. So um they all go to this uh uh, really nice house on the coast somewhere. I don't yeah. Know, I don't know if they ever even said the location. I don't know where it is either. It kind of looked like it could be anywhere, but it kind of looked like the West Coast or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And um, and they basically do the check-in with this guy who basically is like really, really racist towards uh, Mina. Um, and everybody else is like, okay. Like, also just <laughs> but... like a really creepy vibe. Yeah, he's just really creepy and like um, he's kind of nosy into talking to them and stuff. And uh, Mina's like, guys, this is weird. Like, I think Mina would have left just then, you know, but like everybody else is like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, we just have to ignore him. Um, And they're setting up the whole movie this time for this guy to be like the creep, you know, and like the big not really even a twist because, you know, it's going to happen. But the big kind of thing is that they're being watched in this Airbnb. So the whole yeah. time, like, you're thinking it's going to be this guy or, like, his brother or something. But, like, uh, that doesn't go that <laughs> as planned. No. Uh, but what were you going to say, MK? I was just going to say there's, like, a moment in the car where she's, like, um, you know, I've stayed at one other. We'll just say Airbnb to make it easier. <laughs> um, like, I have stayed at one other Airbnb and, like, I requested to stay in this one. And he denied my request. And then, like, three minutes later, a white man tried to get it. And he's had, like, three – he stayed in, like, three places, and he, like, approved it right away. So, like, Mina thinks it was racially, um, like, a race problem. And then Charlie, who is Dan Stevens' character, was like, oh, you should give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, <laughs> you can't just assume that and blah, blah, blah. And I think, like, in at least in my household, we kind of thought, like, something – like more was going to happen with this issue and it is just kind of dropped and like has nothing to do with anything. But I guess like it could be part of the like, Oh, the guy who rented the house is like the one who's doing this. And maybe it is like racially motivated or something, but it was just like weirdly thrown in and not really like, yeah, I was like, and I kind of like felt like that. I was like, okay, what are they, where are they going with this? And then it, yeah, it turns out they're not going anywhere with it. Like I feel right. like they were like, Hey, look at us. Like, we made this comment here and then that's, that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. It's like, Oh, look, look how like 
woke we are for just making this comment. I don't know. Now, I think, like, I'd be interested in what you think, but, like, I was trying to kind of figure out, okay, like, who's who in this? And I feel like they did do a pretty good job of kind of floating that idea that Mina, or, you know, they not even floated, they were pretty on the nose about the fact that Mina is the smartest of the, the, the group here, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, I picked up on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, like, I don't know, I felt like she was probably the closest to a main character, even though there weren't really, excuse me, really any. Yeah, I agree. I think especially with, I mean, we can get into that later, but, like, she's the last one alive. And so that really feels like, it felt like, to me, I thought she was going to be the final girl, because that's, like, such a common horror trope that I really like. I'm always, like, I like when, like, the cool, strong woman is the one who survives and she takes him down, you know? Yep. That wasn't the case here, but (laughs) (laughs) we can get into that later. Um, But I just want to say that I know that Charlie is supposed to be awful, but Charlie is such a dick. Like, I just hated his character. And, like, his brother is, like, they mention in the beginning that his brother, I think, got into a a drunken fight and, like, in college or something and, like, almost beat someone to death and, like, went to jail for it. Yeah, he's, like, really mean talking about him and, like... Josh seems, I mean, like, he obviously has anger issues, but his brother yeah. Josh seems like a really stand-up guy. Like, He seems like a good person, <laughs> besides, like, he needs yeah. to, like, go to anger management. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, I don't know. Um, just some of the characters or, like, what they did in this these, this movie, just, like, and I think that's why you're saying it's like, oh, Charlie's such a dick. Like, he is so over-the-top dick. I'm like, it's all yes. over-the-top dick. It's, like, almost unrealistic, like, how he acts in certain situations. But, I don't like, know. I feel like there's people like this that exist. Like, yeah. there's this one scene where Charlie and Josh and Mina are outside looking at the telescope, and, like, Josh says something, and Charlie just immediately is like, oh, is that, do you think that like cavemen and dinosaurs lived at the same time and he's like no i know that there was time between he's like oh how many years in between and he's like i don't know and he like says however many so painful i was like oh my god you suck you're just like trying to prove you're so smart and big and like your brother's dumb and it's like you just why like there's no other reason to do that besides just like (laughs) you're such a dick like yeah i hated that scene I, I really like, I think Josh was probably my favorite character. I just liked him. <laughs> <laughs> I actually um, really liked Michelle as well. I yeah. I don't know how you felt, but like I have some funny things that are like, I related to her. Like there's this part where they first get there and Mina's like, oh, you have a surprise. And she's like, yeah, I have Molly. And then she's like, the she's clearly like the planner of this trip. And she's like, tomorrow we're going to go on this really cool hike um and like it's like a couple hour drive to get there and it's really pretty and blah 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 and she's like oh, i've had a long week i'm not gonna do molly but you guys can totally do it tonight and then we can and then we can also do it tomorrow night and basically like i'm michelle except i would have been like no we're not doing this tonight i have a plan that's i'm like all right michelle like i think you probably could have seen this coming when the next day none of them wanted to party with you <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know i mean <laughs> i felt bad for michelle because you know they all said oh we'll do some more tomorrow night but it's like eh, it never worked oh. no you just have to be assertive you have to think this is the plan and you better follow it <laughs> or you know just go with the flow do them all the first night michelle uh, yeah totally totally 
No. Go with the flow is not in my vocabulary, but um, (laughs) I related to her in that moment. And then, like, the next day, she's still like, okay, everyone, we're going to go on a hike. And that, oh, okay, we'll get to that. But, yep. So they party. Michelle goes to bed. Josh ends up passing out. And then, um, uh, Charlie and Mina, who again are the ones that aren't dating, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, but are business partners, uh, they end up like uh, hooking up. Um, and it's in like the shower. in the shower, yep, uh, which comes back to haunt them in just a little bit here. Um, but they're pretty, they're both, or I feel like Mina is super ashamed. I think Charlie knows what he's doing. Yeah, for sure. We find out later, um, for sure. But me, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that all happens. Uh, cut to the next day. Michelle was ready to go on this hike. Josh is ready to go. But um, Mina and Charlie are, like, really hungover and tired. I think it's more that they just wanted to, have, like, talk about what happened. But sure. um, they were, like, ready to stay back. Uh, yeah. So they chat about it. Mina's like, no way we'll do this again. And, and Charlie's like, well, what do you think? He's like, well, I'm just gonna float. I'm just gonna float it out there. How'd that? How'd that go for you? <laughs> and she's obviously like, no way, nope. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, yeah, same. I was thinking the exact same thing, totally. <laughs> so basically, um, Josh and Michelle go on a walk or go on the hike together, um, because the other two stay behind. And um, one thing is that. Um, Josh bought his dog and he wasn't supposed to. So he tells Mina like, Hey, like I left, I can't remember the dog's name, but I left my dog outside. Can you make sure to bring him in just in case? Like, so like the guy who owns the house doesn't see him. Um, and then they go on the hike and then basically the whole hike, the point of it is that Josh, like, and Michelle are talking and Michelle's like, Oh yeah. Like when we, when we met and we like got together, like technically he was still with Jen. Um, <laughs> she like thinks it's so fun. She's like, Oh, it's crazy. And then he's like, yeah, well, Jen's not innocent either because I don't remember the other girl's name, but like Becky. Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> Zoe is, and she's like, Michelle's like, what? And Josh is like, yeah. Oh, Oh, maybe. Uh, like, uh. <laughs> and she's like, Cause then it's like, oh, this is just what this guy does, which like, I want to be like, obviously if he did it to you or if you like, if it happened with you while he was still dating someone else, like it's like, I don't know, like it, it could be like a pattern of behavior. You just don't know. But like, um, basically she finds out it's a pattern and Mm -hmm. she's super pissed. One other thing we forgot to mention was that when she was sleeping the night before there was like stuff falling on her face. Like, did you notice oh, I don't that? Think I, I don't think I remember that Oh, scene. okay. So there was, like, when they got there, there was, like, something on the bed, and she, like, brushed it off, and it looked like dirt or something. Mm-hmm. And then when she was sleeping, there was, like, something falling on her face, and it kind of, we couldn't, my household oh, was Oh, you know, I bet it was, like, um, I'm trying to think of, you know, at the end when the guy's, like, taking all the cameras down. We know maybe what it he, is like... now. Yeah. Oh, it was, okay. We ended up finding, finding out that the, that remember they said there was, like, a, there, what is the thing called where like a router or whatever it's not a router but like where all oh, the videos would go to that's where the that attic thing was. was okay yeah that thing was in the vent so that's why the stuff was falling on her but we thought that was like a really disappointing reveal but anyways yeah so um basically after they kind of had that talk Mina and charlie uh, Mina goes and takes a shower and sees a little camera in the shower head 
Um, oh, right. So this is before Michelle and Josh get back. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. start freaking out and they're like, we got to call the Mina's like, we got to call the police. And Charlie immediately is like covering his tracks. And he's like, yeah. no, no, no. He has like, he has like footage of us like in the shower last night. Um, and like, this is where it just, it goes into unrealistic territory. Like you just find an excuse and leave. Or you like, like you do like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't they just find an excuse to leave? Like, just say like, I don't know, you have diarrhea or something. Like, I got to get out of here. Or like, yeah, I don't know. You could easily like some think work of something. emergency or something. I don't know. A work emergency. Yeah, they work together. Like, oh, our yeah. office is on fire. Just like make something <laughs> up and leave. <laughs> like, they're like freaking out. They're like, there is no possible way we can get out of the situation. We just have to stay here another night. Like, sure. Okay. You, you want to cover your tracks, whatever. You can figure it out and get the hell out of that house. <laughs> yeah. But they don't. They say we're going to stay another night and pretend that nothing happened so that this creep like has the videotapes. But then we just all move on with our lives. And then Allison Brie and or Michelle and Josh come back and they're like, oh, that was a nice hike. But Michelle is really mad and uh, has kind of like a, a moment with Josh where she's like, is this like a normal behavior that you just like go through these like have date these different women and then cheat on them and date someone else and he's like i don't remember i i don't i don't know (laughs) it was so long i can't even think like what maybe uh i don't let me no i don't i don't remember i'm sorry i just don't remember (laughs) and she's like okay and that's like where that's where that ends that's where that conversation ends um Mm -hmm. And then Michelle's super mad because they're all kind of chilling because they're still tired from last night. And so she, like, more out of spite than actually wanting to party, just takes the Molly herself. Like, she just takes Molly alone. I said, I love when Michelle does Molly by herself. It's a whole mood. (laughs) Because, like, she just, like, doesn't give a fuck about anything. She's just, like, taking Molly, just, like, dancing alone in the living room, like, wanting to get in the hot tub. Like, obviously, (laughs) things escalate from there. But, like... It was just funny that she was like, fuck you guys. Like, you didn't follow my plan. And, like, I'm just going to do this to, like, spite you at this point. Right. And then she, like, <laughs> she, like, calls the uh, the racist guy to fix the top, which I thought was a shitty thing for Michelle to do. Like, when he, yeah. she knows Mina's, like, really uncomfortable in this situation. Like, I don't know. Like, I get she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was such, like, a ignorant white woman thing to do to just be like oh i want the hot tub to work and then just like not think about how that would affect everyone else i mean she was also high but it was also just like she didn't feel unsafe with him at all so it was like it didn't even occur to her to like think of other people i guess yeah yeah so and then so this guy shows up and Allison Bree's like I'm high can you fix the hot tub and she, he goes and fixes it and yeah Allison Bree is really fun fun to watch in these scenes when she's just like messing around with people and like laughing with um, this butt crack she's like yeah she's like motorboating his butt there crack was, <laughs> there were a few moments in the movie where I was like this is clearly Dave Franco's humor like yeah I could, like <laughs> snuck in <laughs> they have this whole part where they talk in like bro like let's take a walk on the brochin like I yeah, for no reason there was an entire like minute of them doing this i'm like yeah okay dave franco have your moment I thought it was here funny, but it definitely was like oh dave franco wrote this i could be, yeah. I feel it. <laughs> um so so that he fixes the hot tub and then mina she she just has to confront this guy because she thinks he's the one that has these cameras up there 
Um, and so she's like, I need to show you something and brings her to the bath, brings him to the bathroom and points. It's like, there's a camera up there. And this guy's like, I, no, I don't, this wasn't me. Like, and it's pretty like, I don't it's know, believable. at least it's believable right away. You're like, yeah, oh, okay, something that else That he is doesn't going know. Yeah, yeah, that he doesn't know what's going on. He's like, I, I, that is not me. I wouldn't do something like that. He's like, fine, I'll call the police. And then she's like, no, don't call the police. Cause like, she doesn't want actually to be found out. So yeah. they start fighting and then Josh runs in and just starts beating the crap out of this guy and like leaving him like passed thinks... out in the bathtub. He, she, he Josh... thinks she was being attacked. Yeah, Josh thinks she's being attacked. So he just starts Which is like, guy. I mean, obviously you shouldn't have continued to just like... Yeah, he went guy, too far. He went it, way too it, far. It does make sense to think that's happening based on how he treated her earlier. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think like he would have every right to come in and like kind of maybe pull him out of the room and be like, right, "Hey, what's going not on?" Beat this guy up. Not just like throw him into the tub and beat him to death, but yep. which he didn't so, actually do. He was alive. He didn't beat him to death. The guy was like there, and then so they all go out into the, like the 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 deck to like I don't know wind down, I guess, and figure out what the heck just happened. And they're like, "Okay, we got to like call the police. Let's go, just go and make sure this guy's okay." And in the meantime. This dude in a black, like in black clothing, just nonchalantly walks into the house and murders the murders. Uh, um, you Taylor just keep calling him racist guy. Okay. Racist guy, yeah, <laughs> Taylor, um, the guy that's passed out in the bathtub. He just like smothers him, um, yeah, and then just walks out, which is like already like okay, like literally like, anybody could have just walked into the house and like seen this happen, or like I don't know, yeah. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> i don't know it's fine but um then they go back and they're like oh my gosh like taylor's dead like josh killed him and then they immediately pivot from calling the police to literally just being like we gotta hide the body <laughs> yeah because josh would go to jail for the rest of his life because he's already gone to jail once for assaulting someone right so they're like if if you know if he accidentally killed this guy like it's not, he's not gonna get any like you know leeway it's gonna be like harsh punishment and at this point they all know that there's cameras in the house because mina kind of explained the situation besides yeah her cheating on josh and charlie cheating on michelle yep um because she kind of explains like that's why we were fighting was like because i saw camera and i confronted him about it but i didn't tell anyone until right now blah blah blah. um so basically michelle is like I feel like Michelle is like me in the situation. <laughs> okay, let's say Michelle is like probably the average person in the situation where she's like, okay, you know, it sucks that Josh could like maybe go to jail, but like we have to call the police. Like, right. Well, also, like their plan makes no sense because, like, I don't know. I guess they just assume the body's never going to be discovered. But as soon as they discover the body, they're going to see that someone punched the guy a bunch, right? Like, they can't, it can't yeah, just be like and- he fell over a cliff because. He, the Josh literally just punched him a bunch in the face. Like, I feel like anybody could see that and be like, "Oh, this guy just got like punched a bunch." So when know. they see that he was, also they threw a rock on his head. But okay, that, yeah, I mean, that, that was hilarious. That scene. <laughs> that scene was really funny. <laughs> um, but also, if they did like a autopsy, they would find that his cause of death was suffocation. Right, but I guess they wouldn't know that, right? So, what do you mean? Like the the people in the situation didn't know that he was. That's like, true. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, um, but yeah, they would see that he was beat up. 
So it would be like, hmm, this is suspicious. <laughs> so they take the body and they throw the body off the cliff while Michelle's like, I'm 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 checking out for this one, guys. Like yeah. I'm gonna go. She's like, I'm gonna go lay in bed and cry. Um <laughs> And the three of them carry the body, throw it over the cliff, and it lands on a rock when they're trying to... I didn't even understand why they were so... I was like, I thought they were just going to leave it there, but I, I guess they too. wanted it to go down into the ocean so it would be, like, hidden. Yeah. Um, I laughed. So, I actually laughed. I know, same. So, like, Charlie's like, fuck. <laughs> and then they just go and start grabbing rocks and throwing rocks at the body. Under- the strategy right like it's like it's like okay i guess it's the only thing that, but it's like this obviously wasn't gonna knock the body off this cliff no. and they just keep missing and um <laughs> i was so weird i just like it and i always think so like david dave franco is like i don't know i don't know if he's like he, he's a comedian of sorts you know he's in comedy yeah. so i wonder like is this like was this supposed to be funny i don't know but i don't think so i think it was just supposed to be really tense <laughs> And, like, it was just hilarious watching them throw these giant rocks at this body on the cliff. So, eventually, Josh is like, this isn't working. So, Josh climbs down and pushes the body off. And uh, And he says, see you in hell. I know. It's like... And he's like, guys, I can't can't put you in this situation. Like, I killed the guy. It's like, okay, Josh, like, I love you. But what you should do is you should be saying, I can't put you in this situation. Let's call the police. Right, like he's. Oh he, yeah. He That's had to. Point. I think he had to be the better person in the situation and say, "No, guys, I'm not going to bring you down with me." That's a very good point. Yeah. I <laughs> but was no, like, he's like, "I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to have you guys do the dirty work, but I do need you guys to be involved in covering up the murder." Okay, <laughs> because I'm the good guy here. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then they finally get him to go down, and then, meanwhile. Uh, Michelle keeps hearing like the shower on and so Mm -hmm. she's just like slowly walking from room to room like trying to figure out what shower it is and she eventually ends up upstairs where it's not the actual shower that's on but it's a video that's playing upstairs and it's the video of Charlie and Mina having sex in the shower and so she finds out that he cheated on her and so she just like gets in the car and leaves Um, but Charlie like catches up to her as she's leaving and she's basically like I know what happened with Nina and he was like it didn't mean anything it just happened once blah 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 and she's just like fuck you and like leaves but so okay and I gotta say like I do get it you know like this is devastating for her that being said, like, you guys murdered someone a second ago. <laughs> like, like I know, like, the love of your life, like, cheated out of you. That's awful. But, like, I feel like I would probably be, like, the murder thing would make me leave before, like. <laughs> but, like, the murder, she doesn't even think about that anymore. She doesn't even, it's like, all, I don't know. It's just like, man. <laughs> um. So she leaves, uh, and there's like, uh, I don't know the actual phrase for it, but there's like spikes on the road. Um, yeah. That pop the tires in her car, and she veers and runs into a tree. And she's like, oh, no, oh, my gosh. And she starts texting she actually uh, screams Charlie. Fuck. It was really relatable. Yeah. 
<laughs> yes yeah um two like car issues on a bad day yeah totally like, <laughs> um really bad day. she's in such a bad situation too because it's like you can't like call a, a tow truck while you're covering up a murder mm-hmm. <laughs> like so anyways she's texting do? and then all of a sudden this like figure runs up and smashes okay the window, terrifying changes this reminded us of um the invisible man Yes, I was thinking Which, about of, that like too. someone running up to the window, and like in this, it was like equally terrifying. Like it's just such a scary thought, and like I guess a, since I feel like I knew it was going to happen in this one, whereas like Invisible Man freaked me out when that happened. Okay. I was like, ah. <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy's going to come up to the window. Well, um, and I don't remember if this was before or after this, but that same like figure, you know, when the black um was following the three of them up. Right yes okay that, right? so yeah so after they dumped the body they're like walking back to the house and like this person you can just like see someone following them and like it was giving me such michael myers vibes because he had like a really weird mask on and he was mm-hmm. just like creepily walking slowly behind them i was like oh my god um yeah and my my roommates were terrified like there were multiple people who just like weren't watching anymore they were just covering their eyes <laughs> i was really like escalated. yeah and the first time you kind of see this guy you're like is that a mask is his face just kind of weird yeah and, you think it's it, like a mask and i'm confusing. like yeah and i was like is this like a secret like halloween like like it was <laughs> too close to michael myers is what i thought i i kind of Meyer. thought that as well like i was Meyer, like yeah. make, make your killer like look a little different you know <laughs> yeah it was very similar so anyways, this is the kind of the pivotal moment, right, where everything changes here. And this yeah. Michael Meyer figure um, basically ends up running around murdering all of them. Which yeah, like all really of quickly. this point was like so silly. And yeah, I, like there wasn't any like break to like the tension that built. No. I felt like it was just like, oh, he kills them and then the movie's over. Basically, like, I mean, we'll go into yeah. detail here, but that is literally what it is. If you really like break it down, it's like he kills them. The movie's over. There's anything, anything special that happens with it like... kind of felt like two different movies. It was like things were chill and normal. Like there was couples drama <laughs> besides the, the videotaping and everything. And then all of a sudden shit just like hit the fan and every, and like everyone was dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like so fast. Yep. So he kills Alison like, Brie's huh? character, right? She, he kills Alison Brie's character. Yeah. And yep. Charlie gets a text from him. Right. Well, and first, so... first, um, well, yeah. Char- oh, you think it was Charlie that, or you think it was the murderer that texted him? Because she started texting yeah, him. I think she started, and then he finished the text and gotcha. started sending more. And so Charlie runs over there and finds her dead body. And then again, the guy, you know, has his phone and he's like, "Oh, there," or has her phone and there's like a light in the darkness. And he walks over. He's like, "There you are." And then it's the scary murderer man with a hammer, and he just kills dead. Him. He's just dead, dead immediately. Yep. And then done. And then we go over, and I thought this scene was really funny too. It's like Mina and Josh think the best thing to—they're still trying to find the basically the tapes and everything because you yeah. know they have um, they have murder footage on there, and yeah. so they're just sitting in front of this basement door that has a lock on it and just trying random combinations, <laughs> like they think that's somehow gonna work. So like so they funny. just keep like they're like nope i guess the one 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 didn't work let's try one 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 two and then i guess they're gonna go through every single like what are they doing here i don't and know. finally josh like 
uses some of that anger and kicks the door open. He did it like, so easily. It was right. It's like, why didn't you start with this? <laughs> it's like, out of all the silly things in this movie, I was like, why are you just sitting here trying combinations on a door? How do you think that's ever going to work? <laughs> don't I don't know. I really don't know. So they get in. They look through stuff. Josh finds like photos that I'm assuming are like dead bodies, but they don't really explain it. Is that what you thought? Um, I didn't see it. I, I was probably taking notes, but I assume it was, I thought it was like naked bodies or something. I didn't oh, know. I didn't God. see it though. I didn't see it. Did you actually see it? No, I didn't. I was like, well, you just like threw them away quick. So. Oh, so like they didn't show them at all on the screen? No, no. Okay. Maybe I missed it too, but. Anyways, they like they don't find anything down there. So then Mina just leaves. And then yeah. and then he, like, Josh needs a like, minute. Yeah. She's like, I'm out of here. And then Josh is like, Okay, don't find anything here. So all this time was useless. And then Josh walks out and then he gets murdered. Or no no no, he he walks in the <laughs> No no no, you no, missed no, a few I missed things. like an entire scene here. I missed an entire scene. So he gets a, a recording of Mina and Charlie talking the day before about how like this can never happen again and stuff. And again, Josh just murdered someone. Okay. And this is all forgotten now. Like he's got to figure out what's going on here, which I get, I guess like he's getting these recordings, but like, um, he's like, what is this? You know? And he like walks up to like Mina and like, he's like, what is this recording? And then the, another, uh, video comes in of them in the shower. Yeah. Yep. And it's from Charlie. And then Josh is like, what the hell is this? I mean, it's like, I'm so sorry. Like, Mina, not a good liar. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, what? <laughs> he, like, he like found the like control room, but then right as he was about to go into it, he got that text. Mm. So he didn't even go in there. It like drove me crazy. <laughs> I was like, go in there still and see what's in there. But basically he, like Josh gets super mad because he thinks that Charlie is like kind of like rubbing it in his face, which yeah. is just like. I feel like that's like your anger talking because like my mind would be like my brother would never do this yeah, like what's guess, happening like, something's know. wrong I don't know but basically he starts like running around the house trying to find him and you start to see Josh from all the different like cameras that are set up around the house which we haven't seen that perspective yet um so you see that there's like cameras in like literally every room and like He's just running around, like, checking all the closets. And then, basically, he, like, opens one of the closets and just immediately, there's, like, the murderer is in there. He just, like, gets, like, killed. So, he gets, like, hit in the head with a a hammer? I think a hammer. The hammer is the chosen weapon for this killer. Um, And then, basically, Mina comes down and sees, and she runs back upstairs. And Josh tries to stop the guy from going after her, but then he, like, comes back and, like, Hammers them right in the head. Yep. <laughs> so then um, the guy goes upstairs and he sees that like her shoe is like, basically there's like a, um, a deck type or like a, what's it called? Balcony type thing. And he sees her shoe on the ground below. So he's like, oh, she jumped. So he goes back downstairs, but then she was like really hiding in the room, which like we all predicted in, in my household. <laughs> um, so... Basically, he goes down, and she goes down to try and run away, and she ends up, like, stabbing in the face with something. I don't I couldn't tell what it was. It was, like, a screwdriver or something. And then she starts running, and she's, like, kind of injured. And it, like, they end up in this, like, because f- there's a lot of fog, and they've been talking about the fog for the whole movie. 
and there's like this area with trees and it's super foggy and she like goes and sits behind a tree and she can like see him looking for her and it was like very like classic slasher film type of stuff and i was like oh this is like you know this is final girl this is like we're like she's gonna fight him she's gonna get away she's gonna be smart like it's gonna be like exciting and then like basically she starts running and she just falls off the cliff does she fall or was it like did she did she fall off or did she like i thought i was wondering if she like hid or something so i was thinking maybe she hid as well but they leave it kind of open-ended right i feel like she fell Because I feel like if she hadn't fallen, like he would have been caught. Yeah, and he that's just a good kind point. of he just kind of continued on doing his thing, as we see in the next part. You should mm-hmm. talk about the next. Part. Yeah. So then, and I actually liked this scene, even though I didn't like like in terms of like. Oh, I don't know. Wait, I wanted to say and stuff. Oh, go ahead. When the killer walked up to like the cliff to see if she had actually died. I feel like in his mind, he was like, but I wanted to kill her. Oh, yeah. He's like mopey. <laughs> He's so mopey. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry, go on. So then he kind of cleans up, and in the morning, and this whole time, again, I thought that maybe she'd be hiding, and we'd see her, like, hidden off si- outside of the cliff, but we don't ever yeah. see Mina again. Mina's gone We now. were all thinking that, too. We were like, oh, I bet she's, like, alive. I was like, oh, no, I don't yep. think so. <laughs> so then he, like, walks through the house and starts taking down all the cameras. It's like, you know, like, just, like, honestly, kind of a relaxing cleanup, it seems like, you know? Like, <laughs> Pretty chill And it's very... um it almost feels like a habitual, you know, it's like, Oh, we do this. I do this, like all this stuff. Um, and then uh, he's done it before for sure. Yep. Yeah. And so what we basically find out is that he, he put these up, um, because, uh, he, he goes to his next Airbnb and he rents out an Airbnb. He puts all the cameras up and then he leaves. And then the next people, he watches them and ends up running in and murdering them. And that's the credits of the movie is him doing this over and over again with different people. Also, okay, can I just say that if this guy stayed at the same Airbnb as all of these people and then all these people end up dead. Yeah, literally you just have to like he'd do it twice and people would put two and two together. Well, yeah, (laughs) I guess I didn't consider that like, could he possibly have like a fake identity? Because then I, that would be fine. But it's like you, Still, would have pictures. Would you have pictures on Airbnb. You have to put your driver's That's license true. on. So even if he had like fake driver's license, they would say, this guy looks a lot like this guy. And both of them were the for people that stayed in these Airbnbs before others were murdered. Right. Like, he would just be caught right away. Yeah, it just seems like it's like too like, like, because like the woman who's rented to him, like she saw his face. Like, it's not like. Yeah he like had someone else go in in his place or something like it's like i feel like he would have been caught so quickly and i get like the spooky part is supposed to be that there's like this guy doesn't have any motive and this could happen to you if you stay in an airbnb which is like you said at the beginning of this podcast like something you think about sometimes like this but like i feel like i feel like dave franco and this other writer joe swanberg were like people think about this we gotta make a horror movie premise about it but then they just didn't do it right like i I wasn't like i wouldn't be scared to stay in an airbnb after that because i wasn't didn't feel like the this guy that was running around murdering people was menacing in any way or scary or there was there was just nothing to him you know like michael meyer he's got a mask on and whatnot but he's also got a backstory to make him really spooky and like 
how he yeah. walks around is spooky. But this guy is like just like running back and forth with a hammer. Like he's just running around everywhere. He looks like goofy when he runs around too. It's like yeah. I, I wasn't I didn't feel scared by this guy at all. <laughs> Something about it just like didn't work very well. Like it's like and I'm I'm kind of surprised because like it had a really high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it was like 75%. That's pretty good. Um, and I feel like there were elements of it that I really liked, like we talked about, like the premise is interesting. I just feel like it, like the horror aspect of it, like wasn't pulled off very well. And it just didn't work. Yeah. And I think, you know, and I bet if we, if you did kind of delve into what people liked, I bet it would be like, you know, the infidelity, you know, cause it's like the real, yeah. the real monster is your relationship. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, um, oh my gosh. I don't know. I like, but I didn't even think I wasn't even that interested in that. I don't know. Um, like I, no, I wasn't, I wasn't that impressed by what they did there, you know, for like a movie, you know, I feel like it's going for the same vibe as, um, have you seen the invitation? Yes. That is a really good, I feel like it's going for maybe a little bit of a similar vibe of that tension and like that, the, the kind of relationship dynamics, but that was really good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, in the build was together, so tense. Saying. Oh yeah, yeah, we did, didn't we? Um, and obviously, it's much. It's like a little bit of you know, it's it's going for a different feel. But I think it is that idea of like, oh, like who trusts who in this these like relationship dynamics, and what are the what are the issues in this relationship? And then that builds tension forever and ever until it all breaks, you know. And they do it yeah. really great in the invitation where like. There wasn't any major breaking point for the tension, and I wasn't even that like freaked out by things either. So no, um, and I, I didn't like, feel that like that like heart racing tension that I think they wanted no. me to feel. Mm -mm. And I, I do think part of that is that everyone just like died so quickly. Like it was like, it was never like you were, like oh my gosh you have to run and like you have to do this and like you like you can maybe survive this and like that's kind of where the tension mm -hmm. is is like them maybe surviving it and it was just like everyone just like died so quickly it was just like oh okay the tension's all gone like everyone's dead like i do think it was well shot and i really liked the uh the the performances in it like i really do like mm -hmm. alice and brie and like everything and i thought everybody did a good job um but i just didn't think yeah I, there was just like a huge chunk of like what makes a horror movie good missing from this <laughs> yeah and i like felt I felt disappointed because I feel like it had a lot of potential. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm excited. Oh, like, I'm, I'm still happy, you know, that Dave Franco made this and that it was. And I'm happy that I saw it. And that other people like it, you know, like, I don't like, yeah. I, I don't despise it. And I don't, I don't say like, how could someone like, you know, like sometimes you yeah. walk away from movies and you're like, ah, oh, but I definitely didn't like it, but eh, I'm, I'm happy I watched it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I feel like I like to have like an, ex like, you know, a new exciting movie to watch and not just watch the same things over and over. So it was nice to have like, obviously that's kind of the point of this podcast, but um, <laughs> it's nice to have like an, a movie I was excited to see, especially when we don't have a ton of those right now coming yeah. out. But um, I'm excited for another Spooktober episode. Hopefully. Mm -hmm. I have hopefully. some, I, I have some ideas for uh, uh, what we could watch, but we, let's, okay. let's talk about we'll, it. We'll later. leave it. We'll leave it a mystery yeah. for the listeners. <laughs> Um, so I, so we can transition into, I think like what we've been watching, but I don't have a ton of new material. I don't either. I don't have anything. Like just my <laughs> vampire diaries. 
I was trying to think of like um, instead of TV, like what podcasts would I recommend? Because I listen to so many podcasts that I'm like, oh, I've like, you know, definitely got. Let's just do that. Yeah, just throw down a podcast. I'll just say like a video game or something. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I've been doing. So half-assed. I'll just like throw a video game in there. Um, (laughs) But I guess like. I'm a big true crime fan and Adam hates true crime, but that's neither here nor there. But, um, there's one that I listened to recently that I've been really liking. It's called the Piketon massacre. Um, and it's basically about this like entire family that was murdered, like on the same day they were all shot and it was like eight family members or something crazy like that. And it was in this like small town. Um, and it's just like it's made really well like I feel like my favorite type of true crime podcasts are like the quality is really good and it's like real reporters you know reporting on this and it's just made really well um and it's just such a crazy story that it's like you want to know more kind of um you probably don't but anyways (laughs) (laughs) it's called the fight and massacre um and then another one that I've really been loving because I'm because it's, it's Spooktober, as we mentioned. So I've been trying to find, like, really spooky podcasts to, like, kind of, you know, listen to this season. And I'm basically all the time. So um, one that I listened to that was super fun was called Radio, Radio Rental. And that was actually made by Tinderfoot TV, Payne Lindsay. He's big in the true crime world. Um, and it's, like, people telling their own stories. And it's kind of, like, a lot of the stories are kind of, like, a brush with kind of danger where the person survived in a way but like it's it's super good um it's just kind of like creepy experiences and it's fun to hear it I love what I love to hear those stories from the actual people that experienced them so it's fun um one of my favorite spooky podcasts is called spooked and I would recommend it to anyone and it's just a bunch of people telling their stories of like supernatural experiences and it's super spooky and really really well produced um, so those are my recommendations for the week. Um, really good Spooktober stuff. Nice. I feel like those are really that. solid recommendations, especially <laughs> over here. Shocktober, Spooktober. <laughs> um, one thing that I do want to get back into and I'd started watching, but I was pretty impressed by the first few episodes was um, Lovecraft Country. So it's on HBO and it's like got a really solid cast. Um, I think it's produced and at least partially written by um, Jordan Peele. Um, At least produced by, I'm not sure what his involvement was in the actual writing. Um, But it's, uh, it's, you're in uh, Jim Crow South um, and um, this guy is basically trying to find his missing father. Uh, Lovecraft Country, it's really supposed to be like, lovecraft um hp lovecraft's creatures you know so if you know you know anything about hp lovecraft he has this mythos of having cthulhu and these other like monsters with tentacles and very like old god Mm -hmm. things like um um but he's a really really racist like he is one of the like just most racist authors like that has like maintained um any kind of notoriety and he really is like most horror owes themselves to you know hp lovecraft in some way like that's how influential it was and it's totally awful and shitty that like horror is was so molded by this genre that was really racist at its heart yeah um 
And Lovecraft Country does a really good job um, of kind of confronting that straight on. You know, like they talk about how racist he is, like Lovecraft himself in the show. Because in the show, Lovecraft <laughs> as an author exists. Um, oh, funny. And uh, it's just something that people avoid, you know, when they have, when they utilize these kind of creatures from Lovecraft's universe. And it is a yeah. really big universe that people still utilize a lot. And it's good to see an all-black cast totally flipping that around. Instead, yeah, a lot so. of H.P. Lovecraft's stories were, they were based on, like, um, like racism even within the monsters he creates well you know obviously it's like they're symbolic to like his racism or talking about how wow. like white people like were superior right so mm. what lovecraft country does and does really well is totally flips that around like the first episode is about um sundown towns and what happens basically when like the sun goes down for you know black mm-hmm. people in the south or in these yeah. areas and having to get out of this town as quickly as possible and they pair okay. that fear and these like awful police that are like that are you know utilizing this um to like like invoke fear in other people with like yeah. these lovecraftian monsters um and besides that it's also this has this cheesy vibe that like the, these kind of horror shows should um so <laughs> I, I really do feel like it hits like really well in a lot of different areas and i love to see them flipping those kind of um metaphors around and taking hp lovecraft shittiness and making it their own that's awesome. I'm, I have been very interested in that. Would you say like, if the genre is like fantasy, or like, um, it's like, uh, trying to think, you know, horror. I guess <laughs> it's horror. Uh, if you know the game, we're gonna go into board games for a second here. But betrayal at House on the Hill, where y'all yeah. go in the mansion and you find somehow like someone betrays you and you walk around the board. It's kind of like Clue. I'd say it's yeah. closest to that. So it's like. It's cl- it's like a mystery uh, melted with like monster horror. Oh, that's like that's awesome. I'm, but there's like I really magic watch and witches and all this other stuff in it too. So you should check it out. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hot, hot trigger words. Hot button words. There. Um. All right. I'm definitely in on that. It sounds perfect for spooks. Spooktober. Spooky season. Yep. Um. This episode is so spooky. I have to go. I'm just too spooked. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to our episode this week on The Rental. Uh, we will see you next time. Bye. Thanks a lot. To keep up with new episodes, subscribe to Avid Watchers wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Avid Watchers and like us on Facebook. Check out our magazine on aviditymag.com for more content. Avid Watchers is hosted and produced by Mary-Kate Cheetah and Adam Nix, and is also edited by Mary-Kate Cheetah. Original music is by Logan Johnson.